0: This is the Passive Real Estate Podcast, the premier podcast for passive real estate investors. Matt Jones interviews experienced passive investors who share their industry secrets and active investors who show you different ways to invest passively. Hello, and welcome back to the Passive Real Estate Podcast. I'm Matt Jones, and today I welcome Rod Cleef. Welcome, Rod. It's great to have you on the show.
1: Thanks, Matt. Thanks. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah. What would you like the audience to know about yourself?
1: Well, um, I guess I'll tell you a little bit of my story. So uh, I'm a Dutch immigrant immigrated um, when I was six years old from the Netherlands, you know, think wooden shoes and windmills. And, uh, you know, ended up in Denver, Colorado, where I lived for 30 years really struggled initially as well. And, you know, I remember eating expired food, we shopped at an expired food store, you know, and drinking powdered milk with our silly in the morning, because it was better than real milk. And I mean, cheaper than real milk. And, uh, Uh, You know, and then, you know, wearing clothes from the Goodwill and the Salvation Army all the way through junior high school until, you know, I was, uh, when I was 14, I lied about my age at Burger King so I could get a job flipping burgers um, so I could buy my own clothes. And I'm sure you've got listeners had it harder than I did, but I knew I wanted more. And luckily, my mom had an incredible work ethic, so she babysat kids so we'd have enough money to eat. And with her babysitting money, she was quite the investor. She invested um in the stock market and IPO successfully and she also invested in real estate and her first real estate acquisition was a house right across the street from us when i turned 14 she told me she'd paid $30,000 for it and then when i was 17 she told me she'd made $20,000 in her sleep i said what and this is when 20,000 was a lot of money we're talking you know 1976 um and so i said screw college i'm getting into real estate mom and uh got my real estate license um, only made $8,000 my first year, maybe 10000 my second year. But my third year, I made over $100,000, which back in 1980 was big money. And... So what happened between year 2 and year 3 that caused me to 10x my income? Well, what happened was I met a guy I was actually dating his daughter that taught me about the importance of mindset and psychology and how really 80 to 90% of your success in anything is just that. Only, you know, 10 to 20% is the real estate stuff we talk about and the investing strategies and so on and so forth. It's really mindset. It's 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 the ability to push through fear, you know, ability to uh, you know, push through limiting beliefs you may have, and and or even get uncomfortable. You know, we all know the comfort zone's a nice, warm place, and we also know nothing grows there, right? So, you know that that's why mindset's so important. And so, fast forward to today, I've owned over two thousand houses, I've rented long term, I own thousands of apartment units now. In two thousand six, my net worth went up seventeen million dollars while I slept. And you might say, Wow! And I said, Wow! And I got a head so big I could barely fit it through a door. And I thought I was a real estate god. And you know, when that happens, God or the universe, whatever you believe will give you a nice little smackdown. Well, that was 2008 and nine. I lost $50 million conservatively in 2008 and nine. And so, you know, what I'm known for talking about on my podcast and um, at my boot camps and whatnot is really the mindset it took to have 50 million to lose in the first place. And probably more importantly than that, the mindset it took to recover from losing that. And so happy to take this conversation wherever you like, man.
0: Yeah. So I'm curious, uh, are are you currently investing passively or actively or
1: both? Actively. Yeah. No, I I have uh, just under 5,000 doors actively. All apartments? All apartments.
0: Okay. And what are your thoughts about the state of the market right now?
1: I think it's a train heading for a brick wall. How so? And uh, well, a lot of reasons. Okay. Uh, About 1.6 trillion in commercial debt is coming due by the end of next year. And those people have two options. And we're not even talking about bridge debt. We'll talk about bridge debt after this, but those people have two options. They either have to sell or they have to refinance. Neither one is looking good right now. Sales are down 75% as of the first quarter this year, but it's even worse second quarter. Um, so they're not selling well. And refinancing is very, very challenging uh, because if, if someone wants to try to refinance out of non-conforming debt, um, they're likely going to have to get bridge debt and they're going to have to satisfy debt service coverage requirements. And of course, you know, the interest rates are much higher right now. So that's a challenge. So, so, so it's very possible these operators will have to raise money just to be able to borrow the money, but that doesn't even take into account the rate cap. Okay, these, these lenders all now require a rate cap. And to give you an example of what's happened with that, in 2020, if you wanted a $100 million rate cap where your rate wasn't gonna go up more than 3% over a three-year period, that cost you $23,000. That same rate cap today, forget three years, you'd never get it, for one year for 3% is 2.3 million. Okay, so, and that was six months ago. I think it's even higher than that now. So, you know, I will tell you, I've got an SEC attorney that, that I do business with and my coaching students use very heavily. And he told me about half his practice right now is capital calls, where these operators are asking for more money from their investors. Now, these again, these are the deals that have been done up to this point. Uh, this is going to sound scary. There are incredible deals coming. So I don't want to scare you if you're thinking of investing passively because I think exponential opportunity is upon us. But if you did some of this investing over the last couple of years, take a look at what kind of debt those operators put on that those assets because if it was bridge debt you could have a problem and I'll, I'll I'll drill down on that in a minute but but the bottom line is you know uh the, like I said this SEC attorney said half of his business is capital calls forbearances where they're approaching the bank to try to get a stay on their payments or foreclosures that's half of his business right now so and actually that was two months ago it could have increased since then you know, I don't know if you saw the big Wall Street article about the uh, operator. It was one of my competitors' students um, in Phoenix. Lost, uh, I don't know, 3,500 units and and I don't know tens of millions of dollars in investor money. Um, and there are a lot of, I mean, even big, big operators right now that are in trouble. I just I read an article in Real Page about uh, these big, big operators. One guy uh, has 20,000 doors. And they, they also indulged in bridge debt. So let's talk about bridge debt for a minute. Okay, if, it, you know, bridge debt was put in place to bridge the gap between a non-performing asset and a performing asset. The problem is, these last couple of years, uh, because Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, which is conforming debt, because they lowered their uh, loan to value, uh, and of course, the more equity that goes into a deal, the more out-of-pocket money that goes into a deal, the lower the returns. And so these operators, in many cases, would would get bridge loans because they could get higher loan-to-value, and they could perform a higher returns. But they didn't anticipate that the rates were going to do what they did. And so, you know, I know a lot of these operators with bridge debt are in trouble. In fact, there was just an article in Commercial Real Estate Today um, about somebody that was supposed to get an infusion of cash that didn't get it. I don't remember the name of the company right now, but it's a big deal. Uh, so. Anyway, those people with that bridge debt, of course, are struggling because uh, their rent payments have gone up. They also, again, have that struggle with the debt service coverage ratio because they, that you know, when in these large loans like this, the lenders look at the property's ability to service the debt. And so, an example of debt service coverage ratio, and it's an annual number, would be if the property is producing $125,000 of income, net income for the year. It's called net operating income or NOI. And the debt is 100,000 for the year. So say the net income is 125,000, the debt is 100,000. That's a 1.25% debt service coverage ratio, which is about the average of what lenders want. I'm seeing a lot of operators that have sub 1% debt service coverage ratio, meaning the property is not even servicing the debt. And so, you know, the first thing they have to do is get the loan amount down far enough where that debt service coverage ratio is covered. So that's number one. And then they have to get that rate cap or sell. Okay, and I, I I think a lot of them are going to have to sell. I think they're people sitting on the sidelines thinking that the rates are going to come down, and I don't believe they are. I I, I I hope I hope they do, but I don't believe they are. Not not in the short term. And so, you know, I think there's going to be a lot of opportunity for operators that that have cash, like myself, to capitalize. And we're, I'm setting up an opportunity fund, you know, kind of an interest, a distressed asset fund. It'll be ready in about a week, um, and. You know, I'm, I want to capitalize on these opportunities because we're already seeing them. I mean, and frankly, anybody that's got a property up for sale right now, I want to know what the reason is, because typically, I mean, this is not a time to sell. So if somebody is selling, they probably have to sell. And so, you know, cash is going to be king. Cash, when you know, in a crisis, cash is king. And I think a crisis is coming. Um you know, not something to be afraid of, frankly, it's something to get excited about uh, because there's going to be incredible opportunity, like I said in 2008 and 2009 I got crushed by that wave. I'm the surfing that wave this time okay because <laughs> you know I am in a lot of cash i've got access to a lot of cash and I we're already seeing it we've got an asset we put a, a letter of intent in on which is what you do before you sign a contract and. Uh, they have three months before their loan resets and so it's it's not even going to be as much about price as it is about surety of close okay having the capital to close having the debt lined up uh in solid and so you know again i think we're headed for some some really t- i know we're headed for some very tumultuous times in commercial real estate in general um we won't even talk about office i've got a forbes hang on one second and again, I'm not trying to scare you. If you're thinking about investing passively, again, there are incredible opportunities coming. But here's a here's an issue of Forbes. I'm not sure what month this is. But uh, let's see. This is, uh, it doesn't even say on here. Yes, it does. June, July. Okay. June, July, 2023, it talks about office. Okay. So we're not, we're talking multifamily, but it talks about the occupancy in the six biggest cities in the country. And the average is about 72% occupied. These assets don't break even unless they're in the high eighties occupied at best. And so a lot of these people are in big trouble. And here's the problem. A lot of that debt is held by small and regional banks. And so as these deals default, I mean, the Fed is making moves to try to get banks to to work with creditworthy, is the operative word in their in their statement, creditworthy borrowers to 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 work with them and and try to work things out because they see this this coming. But I think there's gonna we're gonna see a lot more bank failures. I really do. And if you're listening to this and you've got money over a 250 grand in a bank, I would reconsider that. You know, there are banks right now. And if you DM me after this, uh, I'll give you my link tree, rodslinks.com and all my social media's there and my websites there again it's rodsplurallinksprol.com if you dm me i can give you some a couple of banks cuz i researched this that are paying high interest rate where they actually float the money out to numerous other banks. Okay. And they keep the money in each bank under 250,000. So you've got the FDIC protection. So I'd encourage you, if you've got, you know, big chunks of money, and even in the large banks, I wouldn't risk it right now. I would get it in these places where they're, they're spreading the money over multiple banks and they're paying decent interest rates. I'm getting four, four and a half percent. You can even get higher than that in some cases. So, um, so there's that, um, let's see what else, um, you know and 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 there are a lot of economic i i know you know jobs are good right now and you know unemployment's not that bad right now although i just saw a big trucking company went out of business with 30,000 people a uh, yellow, yellow yellow freight yeah. lines that was today um but you know and of course uh, there's been some real carnage in the IT space uh you know in, in California a lot of the big big uh companies have laid off tens of thousands of people facebook meta uh you know google and um You know, a lot of a lot of the other big ones, but you know, I will tell you, um, I hope it's not as bad as some people say it's going to be. But let me give you a couple quotes from some pretty knowledgeable people. Trump, for example, love him or hate him, says the U.S. economy could reach levels of the Great Depression. That's a freaking quote. Okay, Um, he made that remark during a Save America rally. Um, You know, Elon Musk says they're lying to you. The crash is going to be bigger than they say. You know, and again i want to remind everybody of warren buffett's famous quote which is be fearful when others are greedy there's been a lot of greed the last couple of years and uh you know i mean i did a master class on my i think it was on my was it on facebook that i on on the mistakes that uh gps made or passive investors made investing in or was it a webinar it was a webinar okay never mind well you know the the biggest mistakes that these operators have make made these last few years is the bridge debt. That's the big one, you know, because why is that a mistake? Because bridge debt is short term, like typically three years. It's adjustable rate, even with a rate cap, 2% bump on a large loan is a big freaking deal. Okay. And some of them didn't even have rate caps. In fact, this, this one, we're looking at that. We have an LOI on here in Florida, their rate went, their rate went to eight and a half percent. I mean, which on a, you know, this is a what is this a $40 million asset that I mean, they're dying right now. Okay. So again, but anyway, Warren Buffett's famous quote, be fearful when others are greedy and get become greedy when others are fearful. And the fear is coming. Okay. So again, I'm not a fear monger. I'm a realist. I know that we're going to see some pain. Um, here's, another, here's another headline. More than 20 million U.S. households are behind in their utility bills. Okay. Now we're talking about the, the people that are in the C and D class properties. I won't buy a C property right now because that demographic's getting their butt handed to them. with. I, I went to the grocery store the other day and I'm like, 150 bucks for that? Are you kidding me? And, and and the clerk just shook her head. I, I, and I asked her, I said, how do people afford this? And she shook her head again. I, she had no idea. And, and I mean, you know, people that are, you know, living paycheck to paycheck are getting killed right now. I, there was another article, I don't have it here, but about how a, a big percentage of people are using credit cards to pay every, everyday expenses. What's wrong with that picture, right? So anyway, I believe we're headed for a reckoning. And I think it's long overdue, frankly. But- not to put fear in your heart, to to, to, to frankly start rubbing your hands together and because I believe there's going to be – I don't believe it. I know there's going to be opportunity. We're already seeing it. I mean I've seen more deals come across my desk in the last six months than I have in the last six years, and I'm not exaggerating. So anyway, I'll stop blabbering, but that's how I feel about it.
0: No, yeah, I thought we were already going to have a crash, but then the pandemic happened, yeah. and that that threw things for a loop, and so
1: well, well, of course they printed trillions of dollars. Now that could that could kick the can down the curb if that one point six trillion, if they support these banks that are that are going to have problems. In fact, there's a there's a bill in front of a Congress right now to change the li- equity liquidity requirements for the large banks and uh, and relax them a little bit, okay, because they know it's coming, and so. Um, yeah, and, and of course, COVID—they uh, printed so much money. We got hundreds of thousands of dollars in, in rent relief on our on our assets uh, from tenants that needed help. Uh, you know, no, that's the thing we love about multifamily. You know, and 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 again, there's going to be a lot of fear. The headlines will say, "Oh my God, it's going to be terrible for 10 years," which is what they said in 2009. Real estate's going to be terrible for 10 years. Well, multifamily rents exceeded pre-crash levels within three years less than three years of that crash. Okay. So they bounced back very fast. And you know, the reason I love multifamily when COVID hit, uh, retail didn't get help. You know, shopping centers didn't get help. Uh, office warehouses didn't get help. Uh, you know, uh, self storage didn't get help. We got hundreds of thousands of dollars in rent relief because people need a place to live. But, uh, but again, that's the only thing that I think will prevent a real big crash, um, with bank failures and so on and so forth is if they print another trillion, trillion and a half dollars to, throw at it again but then what does that do then that exasperates inflation again okay and so i mean at some point the piper's got to get paid and so maybe they think that this commercial crash is going to be okay i don't know uh all i know is it's if they don't if they don't prop it up it's def we're definitely going to see a lot of deals come a lot of opportunity i know a lot of people creating opportunity funds i don't know if you guys are but we absolutely are and and, uh, um you know pretty excited about it actually cuz we're going to be able to offer a return for the people whose money is in there even before we buy an asset which is unusual um, so very excited about that but uh yeah that's my that's my story
0: what what's your advice for passive investors who have some capital on the side but they're kind of waiting and seeing of what happens before they deploy it
1: well there's no better place to Put your money then in 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 secure multi-family real estate with an operator that knows what they're doing okay and i'm going to tell you in the last 18 months i've only bought two assets okay two assets and i'm not pointing the finger at me but i'm proud of what we've done i'm very i mean listen i lost 50 million in 2008 so hit me once shame on you hit me twice it's rod's fault okay not so i'm super conservative and you know most of these deals that are done with operators are done at splits. Typically 70-30 is a very common split, 80-20. Well, these two deals I did were so good, they were both 50-50, right out of the gate, not with a waterfall or anything. So, you know, I bought a 296 unit asset in San Antonio and 145 units in Nashville, screaming deals. But I'm seeing deals like that coming right now. So here's the thing, you know, don't wait. If there if you if you check out the operator and you, you get to know them and you check them out. In fact, I've got a free resource. If you go to that rodslinks.com um there's some free books there's a free book session and in there is a book it's, it's got the gp questions in there right yeah in there is a book um it's the questions you should ask before you invest money with a general partner and there's i don't know 50 60 questions that you know you're doing some due diligence now better yet <clears throat> get your butt to my boot camp even if you're investing passively i've got a boot camp coming up. You mind if i plug it real quick absolutely go, go ahead. ahead okay yeah so i've got a boot camp coming up september 15th through the 17th in orlando and I'll give, you, I'll give you a code so you can come for 197 freaking dollars. It's three days. It's not a big sales pitch. I talk about my coaching for maybe 30 minutes. The rest of the time is full-on training. And even if you're investing passively, why would you give your hard-earned money to someone if you don't have some basic understanding of what it is? Come spend three days. It's over a weekend. And you'll, you'll, be, you'll really have a great understanding of this business. And you may even want to invest actively at some point and do your own deals. So if you use the code MAT. M-A-T-T, Matt will recognize that code. Uh, if you use that code, go to Rod's Links. Again, rodslinks.com. At the top is my bootcamp website. And and when you check out, use that code and you come for $197 freaking dollars, okay? And I could charge $2,500 and you'd still think it was a great deal. Uh, I'm serious. I'm not exaggerating. It's full-on training. Uh, it's not a big sales pitch. And, you know, it's better than anything out there. A lot of these guys will put these events on. They'll have multiple speakers, but you really don't get the soup to nuts Experience of what this business is—from you know picking a market to building a team to f- evaluating deals and underwriting them and doing the due diligence on them, financing them, raising the money you need for them, syndication, joint venture, property management, on and on and on—all of that. We, uh, you know, we, it's exhaustive. Now it's drinking through a fire hose, I will tell you. But if you come and you don't love it, I'll give you 197 bucks back. I don't mean like it; I mean freaking love it. I'll give you your money back. It's never happened, but there's a first time for everything. Uh, but anyway, so so again. Um, and if that's you know, podcasts are great. You know, I'm blessed to say my podcast just broke 17 million downloads, and so you know, very proud of that. It's called Lifetime Cash Flow through Real Estate Investing, and you know, I uh, and the link for that is in the Rod's link as, as well. Um, And I hope you'll come listen to it. I'm very proud of it. And and I do these, I do something cool, even if you're not thinking of investing actively in multifamily, I do these clips every week called own your power. They're motivational clips. I'm known for motivation and mindset. We didn't really go there, but I'm known for that. And, and um, I do these five minute clips with music and you give me five minutes a week. I will juice you. I promise. Okay. So there's hundreds of them there. Uh, They're called own your power and they're very powerful. And uh, and I think that's why the podcast has been so successful because people don't remember what you said, but they remember how you make them feel. And these 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 those clips will make you feel
0: yeah. phenomenal. And I have friends who have been to your boot camp as well, and they have oh. nothing but great things to say about it.
1: Thank you thank you yeah no I, I i we get a lot of positive feedback it wipes me out I only do one live one like that a year you know i'll do some virtual ones from time to time but the live one is the big one there should be 1200 people there we're on track for 1200 people so it'll be a big one and you know and if you're listening you're thinking of investing actively at some point a lot of people meet their team at my events uh you know uh, because this business is a team sport uh and you know, and it requires different hats to be worn. You know, somebody needs to be analytical, that underwrites the deal. Somebody needs to be outgoing to build relationships with the brokers and investors and partners. And someone needs to be process-driven to do the asset management. So there's a lot of different hats. And if people are playing to their strengths, it's a match made in heaven, and I see that time and time again, where you get people that have complementary skill sets to just kill it in this business. But again, the water is going out right now. We're going to see who's naked, and and the people with the bridge debt are going to be the big, the first casualties. Um, and then any debt that's that's coming due, you know, unless they've got some equity. Now, there's a lot of equity out there still, but I think people are waiting on the sidelines, hoping the rates are going to go down. And I think they're going to have a reckoning. I I really do. I think they're waiting too long, but. But the deal volume is, is, I'm sorry, not deal volume, available properties for sale has skyrocketed. Uh, it's starting to happen right now. Phenomenal. Yeah.
0: Lots of opportunity, yeah. I imagine. So uh, yeah. how can a passive investor determine whether or not you and your team are a good match for what they're looking for?
1: Well, all I can tell you is is our website, which is is almost redone. Um, and what is it right now? Cree Capital forward slash what? Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's lame. It's uh, all right. It'll be up. When is this episode going to go live? On Monday. Oh, Monday. Okay. Well, we'll have it uh, today. Yeah. Well, it could be done by Monday, right? Yeah, it could be done. So it's CREECapital.com. Now, here's the thing. Um, There's a lot of information about us there. I'm not going to try to sell us right now. I mean, I'm super conservative. I think I just expressed that uh, and, and I take that very seriously. I take my investors' money very seriously. When I lost everything in 2008, I'm the only one that lost everything nobody else lost anything okay and and so um but but I, I took away a lot of valuable lessons from that experience and so you know again i'm super conservative if you go to creecapital.com Capital.com or you text the word partner to seven two three four five um and and i will tell you what we've created that i'm very proud of it's called the cash flow club and it's a free resource that you click through at cree capital and, and it's got videos and articles and books, free books, and it's just an incredible resource for passive investors. I don't think there's any better resource out there, frankly. I'm very, very proud of it. And we're going to continue to add to it and we're doing, and we have a webinar series that goes with it. Um, and so, you know, we've already done one webinar and, and we're going to be, the next one I think is on, um, uh, using your IRA, it's like uh, one of the IRA people is going to talk about it, but it'll just be there'll be informative webinars. We'll have Q and A, so it's the Cash Flow Club. Uh, but it's you get to it through Cree Capital, C R E Capital and yeah, and 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 you can read why we're so conservative and what our experience level is and the things that we look for and what we do, and there are a lot of videos that I've done on that site that are very informative. Um, so yeah, that's the best way. Awesome. And uh, what
0: would you say is your favorite part about real estate investing?
1: Well, I'm a coach. Okay. I've got, 1,200 students around the country. And I'm going to brag for a minute. My students now own somewhere between one hundred and 180,000 units. And I've only been teaching five years. I'm very proud of that. So when I tell you I get love every single day, I'm not exaggerating, okay? So I get DMs and, and, and on, on social media. I get emails. I get gifts. I get cards. I've got a wall behind my desk in my other office that's got hundreds of thank you cards from students whose lives have been impacted. And I mean it's my greatest gift and up next to my kids and my wife's my greatest gift in life and so you know that's my favorite part is seeing people succeed i mean i've got scores of students that have retired from very high paying w2 jobs because their income in this space has eclipsed that high paying w2 income and you know i've single moms that are killing it i've got you know people that started with nothing that are killing it and so you know That's what I'm most proud of in, in the real estate space. Now, I love real estate. My God, I live, eat, and breathe it. I love going and looking at assets and walking around and kicking the tires. I think that's one of my favorite things in the world to do. I mean, I love it. And when you love what you do, work is play, right? You never work another day in your life. But I think the most satisfying and rewarding is just to, to see the stu- – by the way, if you're interested in coaching, let me – Put a plug for that. Text the word CRUSH to 72345 to apply. Again, that's CRUSH to 72345 to apply for my warrior coaching program. Um, And there'll be hundreds of warriors at that boot camp um, in Orlando in September. And listen, again, if you're serious, you know, if you're going to put a hundred grand or your hard-earned freaking money into, into these assets, for God's sakes, have some basic understanding of what it is. Come spend three days. By the way, you will laugh, you will cry, you will leave the event more juiced than you've ever been in your life. I promise you, because I spend a lot of time on mindset and psychology, spend a lot of time on forward pacing and forward thinking and goal setting. First thing we do is goal setting on steroids. So how do you get anything if you don't know what it is, right? You got to you got to know what it is you want and why you want it. And so again, it, it won't be your typical dry, boring real estate seminar. It'll be like nothing you've ever experienced. It's more like, you know, parts of it are like a rock concert, parts of it are like a motivational event and, and, and then, of course, a lot of real estate, but but it's done with fun. I keep the energy high. Nobody gets bored or tired. So. Awesome.
0: And mm-hmm. uh, what uh, what do you know now about real estate investing that you wish you knew when you first got started?
1: Well, I would have stayed out of freaking single family for Christ's sake. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was my 800 houses in 2008, eight nine that pulled me down. My multifamily did just fine. And I was only at 30% loan to value. And I still crashed and burned. See, here's why. Because I had C-class houses, okay? Now, you know, there's A, B, C, and D. A is brand new. D is the hood. Stay out of the hood. Ask me how I know. I, we give away these T-shirts that say, hashtag, ask me how I know. Because at the event, so often I'll say, don't do that. Ask me how I know. And one of my students actually got me the shirt, hashtag, ask me how I know. And now we print them and give them away. But anyway... Um, uh, so, so you don't want D assets, but here's the thing. I don't want C even right now because again, that demographics getting killed. But those houses that I had were C houses, a lot, you know, they're older, a lot more maintenance, right? Now, if I send a maintenance guy to one of my apartment complexes, everything's the same. We can stockpile parts, plumbing parts, electrical parts, HVAC, locks, appliance parts. So they're in and out in an hour. But if they had to go an hour one way or an hour and a half one way, go to the house, see what's wrong. Then they have to find a Home Depot or a Lowe's where we have an account, and and uh, and you know what took an hour at one of my apartment complexes took all day at one of my eight hundred houses. So the maintenance really killed me. And houses don't cash flow like like larger properties because every house has its own insurance policy, its own taxes, and everything else. They just don't cash flow well, and you know. But of course, like everybody thought a year ago that this market was going to keep going crazy, they thought the same thing, myself included, in two thousand seven and six, uh, and and so. Uh, you know, they thought that gravy train was go forever, and you know, I I could sell a house occasionally to help with the cash flow, but you know, at, when everything crashed, um, my multifamily again did just fine. It pulled back, but if I hadn't cross collateralized those apartment complexes with packages of houses to save, you know, a half a percent interest, you know, fifty basis points or so. Um, I'd still have those apartment complexes right now so that's why that's why when i started my podcast seven years ago i'm like don't buy freaking single family houses if you're gonna buy and hold for god's sakes buy multifamily. ask me how i know (laughs) you know so so um you know that's uh and then you know and i used it's kind of funny i used to tell people because i just wanted to add value back then it was just like you know i'm never gonna sell you anything now i'm a freaking liar because i sell everything courses coaching you know everything but i still give away a ton of stuff at rod's links there are free books there's my Number one bestseller there. Number one bestseller in multiple categories that you just pay the shippings like six bucks or something. And we'll send it to you. The physical copy, the other books are PDFs, but they're best in class books. I mean, I've got books in there on asset management, how to hire a third party property manager. They're better than anything out there on Amazon. They're really that good and they're free. So.
0: Yeah. Awesome. You add uh, such tremendous value to everybody. Thank you. Uh, you know, is there anything else you want to mention that we haven't covered yet?
1: No, just go to rodslinks.com. Just be if you're serious about this business, there's so many free resources there. Listen to my podcast. You'll you'll love it, I promise. And and if you can make the boot camp for God's sakes for $197, it's really more about the travel and the time than anything else. But you will love I promise you'll love the boot camp. In fact, if you go to the boot camp site, go to the bottom and look at the hundreds and hundreds of testimonials people have posted, you know, um, Uh, Without our, you know, without us asking for it, they just did it and and you'll be blown away. But uh, no, I hope you'll check it out and and I hope you'll take advantage of what's coming. I mean, I'm telling you, if it's not going to be multifamily, figure out what your vehicle is going to be right now and get up to speed as fast as you can. Because if you're trying to learn this stuff in the thick of this upcoming crisis it's going to be too late because you got to build relationships you got to you know learn the business some and it's going to be too late so you want to really push your knowledge quickly I think there's going to be great deals buying businesses honestly uh you know there's 80 million baby boomers and they're retiring and they're selling businesses and they're it's going to have a hard time selling businesses because capital is going to be tight and I think you'll be able to buy businesses too but you know and and other asset classes of real estate I think there will be deals as well self storage is getting their butts handed to them right now and so and of course office forget it uh, I wouldn't do office office right now for for any <laughs> amount of money but but multifamily is very resilient um and uh if it's multifamily get your butt to my boot camp really that's that's it i'll leave you with that
0: so oh, fantastic well I, i'll put all your links in the show notes i really appreciate thanks, your man. time today rod and you have a great rest of your day
1: thanks brother good to see you thank you
0: subscribe to this podcast to stay updated on new episodes leave a review to let us know that you enjoy the content There are tons of ways to invest in real estate that you can explore by reading Matt Jones's book called Book About Real Estate. It summarizes many top real estate books all in one. Find it on Amazon, Audible, iTunes, Google Play, or barnesandnoble.com. If you want to learn more about passive real estate investing, go to hawkwingcapital.com.